Kia everyone. I'm Uncle Mark, a.k.a. Loggy Log, a.k.a. MC Slave, and you're listening to the Log Cabin Podcast here from Red Bull Studios in Auckland City, Aotearoa, New Zealand. A new wave of New Zealand MCs is upon us, and leading the charge is Church and AP. They've just returned from a trip to the UK and Europe for some showcases and to work with producers there. Their hit single, Ready or Not, has had over 2.2 million listens, and their newest project is currently in the works. We spoke to them about their humble beginnings at community centres, the importance of taking it to the stage, and the complex science of streaming hacks and the way people listen to music. All this and more on The Log Cabin from the Red Bull Studio in Auckland, Aotearoa, New Zealand. Hello, hello, hello. Um, introduce yourselves. Um, I'm Church. I'm AP. And we're Church and AP. Just like that. How did you guys first come together? Have you been friends forever or...? Uh, Nah, I'm um, probably high school. Yeah, high school. We both went Max, my lab grammar. And then um, I think how we became a group was uh, AP invited me to uh, this community program that was being run where um, uh, people would come through and you had like Mellow Downs and Razor Beezer who were like mentoring. And then that was like every Wednesday or something. Mm. Like a writer's workshop. Sort yeah, of yeah, yeah, yeah. And they just teach you how to make music and use uh, Logic Pro and stuff like that. Real practical stuff. Yeah. And AP was going there because it was out in Ross School. And that's At the, the Wesley Community Centre. That's right, yeah. I and remember those it was, yeah. it was being ran by Ironwell. And um, yeah, he started that up. And then we'd go there like every Wednesday, I think. And then yeah, and that's it what just we, like became a thing. Yeah, we made all our first songs there. Even until like very recently, we stopped using those facilities and like started getting into other spaces. But we were in like community centers, making like our project there, making our singles there. Well, see, goddamn, if if that doesn't prove that those sort of things actually are (laughs) beneficial and ridiculous, it's really cool. Because I remember like um, Mello and uh, Lucky Lance and that. Mm -hmm. I remember them doing mentoring, like going in there and writing. they all used to come through. So once the Mount Ross School one kicked off and it was successful, they moved one out to um, my area in Seattle And um, yeah, Mello and uh, I and Will were running that. And those were like my big mentors. And then every week someone new would come in, like a guest. So um, one week, yeah, we'd have Lucky Lance. David Dallas came through. First time I met him. Yeah. Um, Dirty. Uh, Tom Scott. Wow. So all these people, and you were just able to like soak up knowledge. Yeah. And if you were really like listening, then you'd really gain something from it. And that's what mm. we did. That's just, I'm so stoked to hear that. It's like, it's really cool. That's like, you guys have been blowing up recently. So, I mean, that's just kind of like proof that that shit works. <laughs> you know, yeah, you know yeah. it's, it, it does actually work. And I know for I know for all those guys, for the mentors mm-hmm. that have come to those things, it's reciprocal too, because they're inspired by you guys or yeah. you know and it inspires them to write you know they were like i remember lance saying you know i go to this wednesday workshop i'm there to mentor but i actually sit down and i write rhymes because yeah, yeah. that's the time you know yeah um so it sort of it sort of worked worked for everybody yeah and it's been really beneficial for us uh we got to meet everyone in the scene really get um uh just a sense of community really early and so our first gig was with rizvan and um, because we had uh, a, a connection, because he had also done some community stuff, I just asked him, hey, can we jump on your gig? And he knew Will and knew Mellow and was kind of like, oh, okay, like these guys support you. Uh, we'll give you a shot. And that was our first ever gig. Wow. 
Yeah, the community's all already there. Yeah, you, and yeah. you really get your foot in the door. And that was the f- like what what's real buzzy about it. Now that I think about it, is we've started a community program. Um, myself, uh, I am Will Rizzi, and um, uh, another mentor, Matt, and uh, we're kind of doing the same thing that was done a couple years ago with us. But now I'm a mentor. Yeah. So it's it's a very um, uh, full circle. Thing. Yeah, it's a full circle. How did you go from like writing rhymes to like um, you know? Working with beat makers, do you make beats yourself or? Uh, no, we uh, <laughs> both of us don't produce. We, we have like um, producers you work with, yeah, yeah. like a, a team of. Uh, and we've people. met them through just putting out music, and they just like reached out to us, like Backyard Clinton. He came about through um, one of the songs we dropped a video to called Introvert, like back when you were just putting music out on SoundCloud, and then he reached out to us and was like, "Yo, I saw you, I saw this video, like let's let's work," and then. Through that, we made our first single, all of that. So it's all very organic stuff, like mm. drop a song, someone hits us up, we work together, and it's natural. It's never like, oh, hey, like, can I please get a beat from you? <laughs> right, or it's like, people reaching out to you. Yeah. yeah, and now we're like tight friends, you know? We're, yeah. we're all close. But it's never like, oh, let me buy a, like, a, <laughs> a pack off this guy for $50 and maybe he'll be my mate. Yeah, yeah right. It's worked on a friendly, collaborative Basically, yeah. I guess in the last six, was it fair to say six months, it's really started to blow up for you guys? Yeah, yeah, probably less, like since December or November, December, I'd say. Since yeah. Ready or Not. Yeah, yeah. since, since Ready or Not. It's like that song has been massive, eh? Yeah. It's sort of, I guess it's put you in uh, more into the mainstream radio. It's been all over the radio. I yeah. mean, what's that? How does that feel? I mean, was that was that a was that a shock? Was it a surprise, or did you think, oh no, nah, that song? We always thought that song would blow up. We, I think, we had a certain feeling that it was a cool song. Yeah, but we never knew that it would do like what yeah. it's doing today. Yeah, yeah, I mean, we because we we wrote a uh, like a business plan for it. We had goals for it, and it was like if we can get thirty k <laughs> in three months, then we've achieved our goal. <laughs> and then we had like 30k in three days and we were like whoa what's what's going on hmm. wow um so yeah it, it's buzzy we you know you have to believe in your songs sure and we had a lot of other people uh we were fortunate enough that believed in the song as much as we did and they really helped push it the guys at my fm really wanted to champion that song and um you know, shout out to them for mm. believing in us and giving people who had never been on radio before, never really had any type of look like that before, yeah. to say, yeah, we'll put your song on a high rotation and really get, like, really see what people think. Yeah, because yeah, so. we had our first single, all of that, play on the radio, like on one of those, like, Feedback Friday things. Oh, yeah. And then they were like, oh, this is enough mm. cup of tea. Like, oh, really? Yeah, got, the, got, like, the, got the down vote. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Thumb like, down. What? Uh, that was only like a few months earlier. So, there was a, there was a big progression in um, us as artists yeah. being able to make good songs instead of having good raps. Mm. Right. There's, there's a, I guess there's a difference, isn't it? The mm. difference yeah. between a song and a verse, or yeah. you know, writing a song or writing sixty four bars. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. exactly. You know? Yeah. Wow. So, do you think that between those singles, before that, you experienced a lot of growth in that time? One hundred percent. Yeah, heaps of growth. Um, we were doing. I think from May we had we had just done a lot of shows. Every single show that we could like get our hands on, would play, and it'd be like neck of the woods, whammy bar gigs, 
but every so often we'd meet someone there or someone would hear us and that'd give us another opportunity or, or we'd make another link from that. Yeah. Like we met um, the Vice people because what somebody had seen us at, at the Others Way Festival. And then from that, we got to meet Brockhampton and interview them because Vice saw us and said, oh, yo, these guys are cool. Thank you guys. Yeah, mm. but we were we were in a back room performing. Like we didn't think it. We didn't think anything of it. Yeah. But um, you know, people are always looking. Mm. People are always paying attention. So you always got to give your best show, no matter where you are. Mm. And that was kind of what we were doing. We were like, we're gonna play every single show that we can, and it'll be the highlight of that night. That's good, man. That's a good. That's yeah. a good ethos. Mm, say. Yeah. It doesn't matter whether it's it's twenty people in a room <laughs> or two thousand people in a room. You sort of gotta. Always give it, yeah. Yeah. Give it 100, right? Exactly. Because I guess what we find in the end is that those more intimate shows end up being our favorite. You're right. The ones that are like 100, 200 people, just those really like small rooms. That's where we've had our best experiences because people mm. come out of that being like, yeah, that was something to remember. I know you've got a single just come out. Are you working up to an album or is that the plan? Um, so what we found last year when we were making music is that people couldn't differentiate who we were i don't know whether it was our voices or what whatever so that inspired us to make two solo eps five songs each that just really try to encapsulate who we are as 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 individual artists Ah, so that people come away from it and hear the rest of our songs and say i know that that's ap i know that that's chirk so this is what we're doing that song bank that's on the radio at the moment is a snippet from uh from one of the EPs. We also have two singles out, uh, Loud As Hell and Pinos, Pinos. which uh, one one song's just me, one song's just AP, right. and one of the homies. Right. But um, we've worked together on it, uh, on these EPs. We've worked on these EPs together. In the in the community center? Yeah. Right. But it was um, just a bit more solo so that um, people can understand that, yeah, we're, we're, we're individual artists and... You know, we have our own taste and our own subject matter. And um, yeah, that there's a bit of duality. Yeah, yeah. I guess that's why we made that. And that's what um, that single is leading up to. That's cool. That's a good way to do it. Yeah. yeah. So it's not it's not the album. That's something else that we're working on. That'll be These later. are just, yeah, these are songs that we worked on uh, post Thoroughbred, which was our first EP. And um, yeah, to us, it's it's important that we get that music out there, even though it's not the sound that we're working on right now. It's from last year. It's still something that people need to hear. Yeah, it's part of the bigger picture, I guess. And yeah. I, that must be cool as well. Like even at shows and stuff like that, it's like, okay, I got this one. You carry the flag this time. Okay, I'll sit back. And then, you know, it must yeah. work well in the shows, right? Yeah, exactly. We 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 really like doing those songs live. They're, they're quite cool because you can just be doing like the little like, Hype man, yeah, yeah. Like the BBs, the, the adlibs, yeah. yeah. It's kind of a lost art form, but you know, like the old school rapper, you know, like people like Run DMC or the Beasties or stuff like that. You know, where they just like do eight bars each. Yeah, we try to do that as much as possible yeah. uh, within our live shows to make sure that we're not like just rapping over the backing track. Yeah, you know right. what I mean, um, or just rapping over the song. We uh, we like try to give an element of a of a good live performance mm. Mm. by just yeah bringing the energy making sure that we're always hitting the, the points that we need to do um, in, live, in live shows. And I think it separates us from a lot of the newer artists who just rap over their tracks. 
with the vocals in it and whatever. But when you play live, do you have a DJ? Yeah, his name's um, Shallows Isaac. Okay, so he also did... our one of our producers. Oh, okay, and, yeah. and he's like our in-house engineer. Like mm. he mixes all of our songs. Ready or not, everything. Yeah. He's mixed them all. Right. Yeah. Wow. Cool. Yeah. So uh, right. So he he's like the third the third member of the of the oh, band. For sure. For sure. So they Yeah. So in our collective, there are about five of us mm. that make music. One that doesn't. But um, that's our team that we go to for everything, for everything, for our beats, and we try to keep it all in house so that we're not trying to. Um, I was, I'd like, say like not share our sound, but yeah, I mean like just like, keep it, make yours. it ours. Yeah, yeah, right, right. Not to not Authentic. share, but just it's sign. It's your signature. Yeah, sound. yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's cool. That's just part yeah. of your identity, eh? And mm, exactly. You want to you want to retain that, eh? Mm. Do you guys keep a so do you keep a studio together? There's a like a space that you work at? <laughs> um the homie's bedroom. A homie's bedroom, yeah, sweet <laughs> it's ass. <a> sauna. <laughs> Imagine like five people in like this small ass bedroom. <laughs> Rapping into the laptop speaker. Yo, like he's got a good mic though. We we're good. Yeah. <laughs> he has a good setup. It's yeah, just like it's a good setup. It's just like his bedroom is fucking hot. <laughs> <laughs> What's the biggest show you guys have done? This far, mm. uh, it's a bit of a, a cheat answer, but yeah. we did a song at, at the six sixty show. Oh, in Auckland, yeah, yeah we performed there or not there. Did ya? Yeah, on Il, Il Baz. Yeah, shout out to Ilbaz for for putting on for the culture. He put us all on Diggy, Poetic, um, Shafu, you know, and Dirty. Yeah, Shafu. That was our that was our biggest show, but not really us. But yeah, um, <laughs> but no doubt they would the crowd would have lost their shit when you came out and busted surprised yeah, the crowd. It was cool. It was really cool. Yeah. It's a question I've been asking everyone recently. If there's artists, dead or alive, that you could work with, who, who would that be? I'll ask each of you. You go first. No, you could. <laughs> That's okay. Hard, like. We might have a, a similar answer. Um, my my favorite rapper, um, one of oh, a few of them. Uh, two of my favorite, my like my two favorite rappers are Key, Fat Man Key, and Isaiah Rashad. Um, so alive, those two. Yeah, did I'd probably have a different right. Oh, uh, and Where? also Pharrell, Pharrell, like yeah. anything Nip, the Neptunes. Yeah, if I could take them from like the early two thousands and like rap over all of those clip speeds, over clip shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that'd be me. Pharrell's good one. What about you? <laughs> I really don't know it. Like, yeah, probably the same as him. Like, Key and Isaiah Rashad. Definitely alive. Hold on, I'm pulling out my phone. This is a this is a loaded question. It is a loaded yeah. question. I mean, uh, Tierra Whack. She's been out for a couple of years. She's I think she's from Philly. Yeah. And she is just amazing. Like super creative with her melodies. Last year she released an album, 15 tracks, and they're all one minute. One minute. Um, uh-huh. I was blessed enough to see her live. Um, she walked past me uh, at that Farrah's event, that that Childish Gambino oh, thing. Oh wow! Did she, she perform at that? Yeah, she performed but, the whole album. Bro, Yes, a 15 minute set. Shit. So, um, <laughs> as she walked past me, and I, I always regret this because I didn't like introduce myself or like ask for a photo or whatever, but she had, um, she had on her off white Converse's, but like they were, because New Zealand's all muddy and stuff, they and, had and like, plastic bags was, yeah, right. around them, and she was walking around like, man, like, what a boss. Shout out to her. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, I didn't realize. I knew there was some support. So she was the guest. And no that. one appreciated her. Everyone was like, why wasn't it Chance the Rapper? <laughs> Get out of my face, bro. <laughs> How did you discover her? 
my girlfriend. Yeah, my girlfriend as well. Um, <laughs> to, I think it would have been 2017. Um, she had this video for a song called Mumbo Jumbo, mm. um, which is now Grammy nominated. And it's just like, there are no there are no words. So it's all mumbles. It's all just crazy, nice melodies. And the video was really creative. And um, uh, my like, my girlfriend's like a graphic designer, like photographer. She's into all that stuff. So she was like, yo, look at this. Like, and initially I didn't like the song because in my heart I was jealous because every rapper makes songs where it's just mumbles. And she got a Grammy nod off of that. And I was like, oh, I can't believe it. But once I stopped being a hater, she was like my favorite rapper. <laughs> once you got past the mumble rap. Yeah, yeah. Because it was... Yeah, it's straight. Oh man, it's it's a beautiful song. Short songs. Do you, people seem to be writing shorter and shorter songs, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. It makes you just like want to play it over and over. That's it. Right? Is do you think that's what it's all about? Is that's it, a streaming hack. It's yeah. a streaming. Yeah, hack. nah, for real. like ah. Her Tell me album, more. Tell me could just okay. hear an album play like for hours, and it'll just yeah, like <laughs> it'll sound. When you look at her streams, it's like fifteen million, um, and she's a new artist. So imagine that. That's just hella people just listening to it three or four times. Mm. And, and, you know, I, I'm i a big fan of shorter songs. Um, I just like, I like things condensed. I'm, mm. I, I like hooks. Just yeah. give me the hook. I'm good. Yeah, right. Do you think with your album, you're gonna, you, will you intentionally keep your songs short? With the songs, your future projects? The, the songs that we're working on at the moment are pretty short. Yeah. Ready or Not is on the album. I think Ready or Not is probably the longest song. That's mm. three fifty, and that's not that's not that's long at all. No, but um, it's something about attention spans. Also, people yeah. just tune out. They want to hear the first minute of the song if they like it. So you you have to keep them on their feet the whole time. So maybe it's shorter songs. Maybe it's just variations in longer songs. Yeah, like Sicko Mode. People can listen to Sicko Mode, but that's because it's like five songs. Yeah, right. Put into one. Um, right. So our generation is definitely going towards <clears throat> shorter songs or long songs with different variations. It, obviously things have been picking up and with the with the radio success and stuff on that and you guys are gigging more. Are you at university? Are you still at school or anything? I just mm. I just started uni. He's at uni. Yeah university. I'm just working at the moment. We're working. Yeah. So wow, so gonna so maintaining university life and being a rap star. <laughs> yeah, but if I have to pick one it's not uni. <laughs> <laughs> you hit the big one. So Stay in school, kids. Get that honorary degree. Stay in school, yeah, kids. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll give it. I'll give a like you know a what, lecture. What are you studying? Just out of What are you studying at university? Communications. Oh yeah. And it is um, both the easiest and uh, most annoying uh, degree. Oh, although I've never taken another degree, but people are just super pretentious. They're just super pretentious, like the other students, or yeah, just other students, man. Oh. <laughs> we, I did, I did this. This is a tangent, but I did a um, like an audio workshop. We're doing an audio workshop at the, at the moment, and some dude was <coughs> like, "So, because it's audio, we everyone was asked like, oh, what's your favorite song, or uh, what's your favorite sound?'" And this dude was like, "Yo, man, I'm a big fan of like." Uh, old Eminem and the tutor was like oh yo so you mean like Slim Shady and he's like nah nah like uh, not afraid and I was like I wanted to walk out of the classroom <laughs> man. but these are the people that I'm with for three years so 
Shout out to them. <laughs> so, chin up. <laughs> yeah. Thanks heaps for coming in and talking to me. Thank you. Uh, really appreciate it. It's all good. Um, it's really awesome to see you guys kicking off and kicking ass. Stoked that you're still um, doing the community stuff. And uh, the mentored have become the mentors. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's real dope. And um, yeah, all the best for um, your future success. And um, thanks for coming in. Thank you. Oh, thank you, Slade. Cheers.